Coming up today on Locked On Texas Tech, we're hitting the hardwood to look back to Fort Worth, look ahead to the Jayhawks coming to Lubbock, and thoughts from Steve Green, Pop Isaacs, Mark Adams on all of the above. Next on Locked On Texas Tech. You are Locked On Texas Tech, your daily podcast on the Texas Tech Red Raiders, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. We're going to start this thing off right. Great to be back with you once again on Locked On Texas Tech on the Locked On Podcast Network 2023 edition. Kicking the door open with the only Chris Level. I'm Casey Cowan. Great to be with you on YouTube, anywhere you get podcasts worldwide, intergalactically even. Bringing you this episode here today, LinkedIn Jobs, and they're helping you find the qualified candidates you want to talk to faster so post your job for free at linkedin.com slash locked on college that's linkedin.com slash locked on college to post that job for free with linkedin jobs terms and conditions apply and chris as we kick open a new year we hit the ground running because we are already off and running within big 12 play for mark adams and the red raiders we'll have a look back to fort worth a look ahead to the jayhawks coming to lubbock but first want to take a look at what was an interesting trio of guys that you had a chance to visit with uh, on the Mark Adams radio show locally in Lovett. Coach Adams, Pop Isaacs, Steve Green. I mean, there's a heavy load and some heavy hitters we're talking about there, but uh, great to be back with you, man. Happy New Year. And uh, I'm sure that you're feeling the burn as we are now within <laughs> the Big 12 grind. Yeah, no no doubt, man. Um, yeah, last night I uh, spent some time with uh, with Coach Adams, as you mentioned, and uh, obviously you're you're a guy that we're seeing kind of really come into his own, and he just so impressive. Uh, even even the the January third version of Pop Isaacs compared to what we saw in early November are are vastly different uh, players, and then obviously uh, Coach Green, who's got the scout uh, for. Uh, the 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 game tonight against Kansas uh, and and obviously he's uh, you know been a, a guy that's won national championships around West Texas at South Plains at, at the junior college level and has known Coach uh, Coach Adams for a long long time since he was back at Clarendon College but yeah I mean so yeah we we, we ran the gamut I mean we we looked back we looked ahead we kind of uh, took some stock about you know where this program was and. Uh, you know, but th- but this is as you mentioned, man, the burn, the grind, and all that's here. But we talked about this; we could see it coming. You knew once it started, but you know, you- you're going to look up, and it's going to be mid March. There's going to be a lot of uh, stressful moments uh, between now and then, for sure, as you're trying to get a young team to grow up rather quickly. Yeah, and that comes with all kinds of opportunity as well. You were just on the road against the top 25 opponent. Anytime you got the Jayhawks coming to town, you got big-time opportunity. You've probably seen some of the various metrics and how they reflect upon the Big 12 Conference. I saw some <laughs> I saw some national strength of schedule remaining rankings. So what teams have left on their schedule as the, the dust has settled to this point in the year? And the top 10 schedules filled – by Big 12 members. These are Big 12 members only that nationally have the top 10 toughest remaining schedules. Gives you an idea of how folks are viewing the conference, and you're in a bit of that kind of environment, uh, obviously on the road against the Horn Frogs, Chris. But I know that as we've talked about all along, it's going to be a work in progress for, for Mark Adams. There was some hope or wish, I guess, that uh, maybe before the new year you were really 
uh, coming into place and, and looking like uh, some of the best of what you can look like as a basketball team. That clearly is not the case. And some of that out of your control, you know, when it comes to injuries and things like that. But what's your gauge for maybe where uh, where Coach Adams possibly uh, feels like they are within that process? Are they behind where he thought he'd be? What's your read there? Yeah. By the way, uh, while I was mentioning who I was with last night, uh, I had somebody tell me to tell you hello, uh, a guy that you've known for a long, long time, and Rick Cooper. Oh, Coach Cooper, yeah. all timer, legendary, panhandle hero. Yep, he is. Uh, he is <laughs> one good human man, and uh, Texas Tech, lucky to have him around. Yeah, you, you have Steve Green and Rick Cooper and Mark Adams, just some, some guys that have been around the, the basketball scene here around this part of the state for a long, Rick long Cooper time. puts on a hell of a basketball camp. Let me tell you, <laughs> someone who, via his father's relationship with Coach Cooper, gained free entry to these camps. So it's kind of like a secret <laughs> shopper because it wasn't my money on the line. You know, I could really be honest. And it's a hell of an operation. Although I did kind of, I don't know, year after year hearing the uh, opening night speech, you know, and the journey of a thousand miles begins with the first step. I'm like, all right, first time I'm buying it. First year I went on the campus of Wayland Baptist University. I'm like, you're right, coach. You're absolutely right. Well, second year I go and maybe up in Canyon at West Texas A&M, I don't know. Well, the journey of a thousand miles is still beginning with the first step. And I really never advanced to the speech where you say, all right, guys, <laughs> on to step two. That's been my only question. I don't know how to advance within that Cooper methodology, but I know some folks know because he's had a lot of success. And that's part of personally, Chris, as a tech fan, I think a lot of folks uh, who grew up around here can relate to this if you're a tech fan. has been fun to root for kind of this collection of guys who uh, have mostly put on for the panhandle uh, during their tenures. I'll, I'll tell you, because uh, here here was the I, I've heard Mark uh, give this kind of speech uh, in a different setting, and when I was with him last night, so you you remembered something that Coach Cooper had said, uh, and it obviously stuck with you because you like you you rattled that bad boy off. Mark, uh, somebody asked him last night about. How do you deal with adversity with your team? How do you talk about it? How do you handle it? Because that's all sports are for the most part. It's just yep. you, you move these pieces around a field or a court or whatever, and then you just deal with things that come at you in adversity. Rarely does it just go smoothly and all that. That's the beauty of, of sports and coaching is that you're, that's your job is to handle all the, all the moving parts. And one of the things that Mark has often leaned on is and I've heard him talk about it in a different setting, but it's a tennis analogy, and it, Mark plays a lot of tennis, and it's uh, it's an acronym, and it's E A R, and I, I heard it the first time, and I, I wrote it down and everything, and I'll get to what it what it stands for in a second, but it was like he but he he rattled that off tonight and and explained to the female that was in the audience, you know, that's just what we do it, but it's a tennis analogy, it's an individual sport, but it, it's it's accept. Uh, excuse me, ex expect, accept, and reset, which is E-A-R. Ex uh, yeah, expect. So the, the point is, and, and you mentioned because the journey, the first step of a thousand or something, what, what was the? What Boom. Was the, a journey okay. of a thousand miles <laughs> okay, begins yeah, with the go. first step. First step. Yeah, there you go. And so <laughs> his, his deal is, uh, what he was saying there is that, because you asked me a second ago, where, where does he think he is with this team and their mature, maturation process? But um, expect things to go poorly, accept that it will go poorly, 
and reset is essentially or or adversity, not not necessarily that will go poorly. Expect that something bad sure. is going to happen. Accept it and then and then reset and like get your mind right. Like, hey man, I know it's not all going to go smooth. Just like it, uh, well, professional segue here. Just like it went on uh, on on Tuesday. I mean, on this past Saturday versus uh, TCU, <laughs> they they likely knew that something was going to hit them via the turnover, missed free throws. How did you how did you handle it? Uh, were you able to to obviously push through? The, the answer was no, and and it it's tricky because. I know, having been around it, you you tell those kids and you tell your team if you're a coach a million times. You can write it down. You can, you know, text it to them. You can talk to them. You can take sing a picture. It. I don't give up. Yeah, you can put it on a scouting report. Board. The Big Twelve is going to be hard. These are the <laughs> things that you must do in order to win. And 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 so, but but at some point, you just kind of have to really experience it for yourself and that's what uh we're beginning that journey now is that you can tell them till they're blue you're blue in the face man but uh you know i i can't explain why you know uh, davion Harmon or kevin o'banner missed four free throws uh the, like what technical fouls are called and you go oh for four at the stripe uh whenever there's technical fouls that were called on tcu that those are your two of your oldest players uh and one of them is your very best free throw shooter it's just but Welcome to the Big 12. You know, things are tougher. You have a little more pressure uh, and all that stuff. But uh, you got to figure out a way to kind of grow up in a hurry because it doesn't get any easier tonight, man. You may be playing the best team in the country. I once knew a man that was blue in the face all the time. I think his entire <laughs> body was blue. Uh, he was just a blue man, not figuratively. I mean, literally, I think his name was Dr. or Mr. Smotherman, uh, either a superintendent or a preacher in a beautiful white face, Texas, America. Would love for someone to fact check that in the YouTube comments, possibly. Uh, and I think, you know, from a football perspective, I always really felt this way. And I guess you could apply it anywhere, Chris. When it comes to adversity from game to game or, or week to week, you know it's going to always be there, as you were describing. But there are two other aspects. How much are you creating for yourself? How are you dealing with that uh, at the end of the day? And you would think you're going to require some leadership in order to really check those boxes uh, in a positive way. Because every team in America, no matter how good, bad, young, old whatever uh is going to experience exactly that when it comes to adversity each and every game and the other guy that you were visiting with uh on the air chris i've been kind of interested in how quickly he's become someone that i think uh, a lot of fans look to and, and maybe teammates are looking to him as well now on the floor for some of that type of leadership uh pop isaacs is who we're talking about i used to ask myself like what does it say about the team that a guy that is as young as he is is coming in and doing this. I'm not asking myself anymore because I don't care because he's doing it. I'm just having fun watching it, Chris. What was it like to visit with Pop Isaacs? Well, yeah, he, he's a dude, man. I mean, you're, you're starting to watch. I mean, I, I you know, again, he's going to have some rough times. There's going to be teams that scout him and play play his strengths and, and attack him differently and not not let him do what he's been been able to do as it gets just much tougher. But th this is a young man. I mean, you go back to, to Saturday versus uh, the Frogs, man, and he, he, he hits five threes. He just doesn't – like, th there's some things that I would say about young players, and these are some of the best compliments you can really give a guy. It doesn't look too big for him. He, he is a calming influence. I think that he is somebody that, that if you just watch him play, you just don't 
there's nothing about him that says freshman to me. Now he can have some some moments where you know maybe he didn't take care of the ball as well as you'd like, but he's just got such a tough-minded mindset about him. And 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 the the the, the most impressive thing is is something he told me last night. He's like, it's just basketball. Like I, I've played in big games before in high school. <laughs> I've been around. I've been around you know b- big time basketball players before growing up and. And all that, so he doesn't he doesn't get <laughs> caught up. And where whereas other guys are like, oh my gosh, I have to remember this, or look at how many people are in the stands, or I'm playing this team and this coach is on the other sideline. Like, oh my god, this is a lot. He just is like, man, where's the ball? Let's let's roll. That's just kind of how, and, and, and you can all sense right. that. Yeah, that's right. I mean, and I think <laughs> that he's kind of growing up because I. And so all the things that I described there, there, there's nothing about that that says true freshman. And that's why you're like, uh, you just forget calling him that uh, because it's like, he's just, he's one of your starters now. He's one of your better players. Yeah. And, and I think that the, the best thing too, that I can say about him is that this is a far different player right now than he was in early November. I mean, two months later, he's kind of, the game started to slow down a little bit. He He's doing a better job with some things. He's gotten better. He looks more comfortable. Uh, you know, I, I just, yeah, I, I think that uh, he's going to be a big reason why you have any kind of success in, in the Big 12 Conference this year. I'm happy to see him pull the trigger in late game situations, late in the shot clock situations, whatever. He, he's just in the fold in that way already. And yeah, kind of speaks to maybe what is possible still uh, left in this season for Pop Isaacs as you talk about a guy who's uh, finding ways to play better basketball. And I, I like, I like the gusto as far as uh, saying it's just basketball, but has it ever been just basketball with the Kansas Jayhawks on the other bench? We're about to find out what that looks like, and I can't wait to see uh, whenever the lights are really bright in the Big 12 as they began to be over the weekend. And coming up next, we're going to take a quick trip back to Fort Worth. We'll talk about what went down with the people in purple before we yeah, get back to that big-time opportunity that's up next with Bill Self and the Kansas Dollar Dollar Bill Jayhawks coming to town. And looking over the roster, I just, this is one of the more unmemorable rosters that I, I just, there's nobody here that really I don't think deserves any extra attention. I'll fact check that during the commercial break timeout. We'll get to it coming up on Locked On Texas Tech. But first, today's episode brought to you by our friends at LinkedIn Jobs 2023 is here. And if you're a small business owner, Hiring manager, you know that success all depends on the team you assemble for your business. So that's why you got to check out LinkedIn Jobs. With LinkedIn Jobs, you can hire qualified candidates more efficiently by matching open roles with people who have the skills, values, and experiences to help you achieve your goals. You get to those qualified candidates the quickest with LinkedIn Jobs. Go beyond resume data by using insights from your job post company and their 875 million member profiles to put your post in front of the most qualified and ideal candidates that are right for your business. LinkedIn Jobs will help you find those qualified candidates the fastest, faster than anybody in the nation. So post your job for free at linkedin.com slash locked on college. That's linkedin.com slash locked on college to post your job for free today with LinkedIn Jobs. Terms and conditions apply. Thanks for joining us on Locked On Texas Tech on the Locked On Podcast Network. Great to be your first listen each weekday on YouTube or anywhere you get podcasts. We hope you'll make Locked On Sports today 
your second listen available on the Odyssey app, YouTube, or anywhere you get podcasts on the Locked On Podcast Network that is Locked On Sports today. With Chris Level, I'm Casey Cowan. Very quickly, we're talking about the other day. Well, Saturday, a Big 12 opener, so it came with some extra excitement, extra vibes, as they might say, Chris. I don't think there's any way around that. You know you get to conference play, and you're playing in the best conference in the country, so there's a, a little bit different tingle to that kind of action, I would have to imagine. And even though at the end of it, it wasn't the result we wanted, man, I got to tell you, I was really happy with the response we got when the ball went in the air. And even though it wasn't pretty by any stretch of the imagination, Texas Tech was competing on the road uh, with the top 20 team and, and doing well as it pertains to those first 20 minutes. Yeah, you know there there was uh, uh, there there was a lot to I guess like from that game Saturday. There was a lot to be frustrated about. Um, I think if you just focus on the, the frustrating parts, it's going to drive you crazy. Uh, you know, because missed free throws are going to happen. Look, they they practice them. It's maddening when you go fifty percent from the free throw line. You know that you cannot do this and expect to win, especially on the road. The turnovers, you, you know that you can't turn it over 23 times and expect to win, especially on the road or at home. doesn't really matter. It's like the Red Raiders versus Baylor back uh, uh, when, when Pat Mahomes was being honored. And it's like, hey, man, you, you turn it over five times, what do you think is going to happen? You know, that's just kind of yeah. the way it goes. But but the the, the crazy thing is, is that I, I did think it was a game you could possibly steal before it even started. Uh, I, I wasn't sure what the environment was going to be like. But the fact that you – really didn't have much of your starting center in Daniel Baccio because he was sick. They weren't even sure he was going to play. You know, C Coach Adams mentioned uh, to me last night that, you know, hey, man, we, we weren't even positive until we really got in the locker room before the game that he was going to for sure try to give it a go. And then he basically asked to start, to which we said sure. And then Coach Adams is like, and after the game is over and, you know, we're all frustrated because we lost all that, he comes up and, and tells me thanks. Uh, and tells me, you know, how much he uh, he appreciated uh, me letting him play. And I'm like, uh, Adams no goes, oh, no, Daniel, thank you. Yeah, <laughs> right. thank you. Yeah, because he, he gave you five block shots. He rebounded it well. And, yeah. you know, he's just he's just one of those guys right now without Fardos. You just don't have really any kind of backup for, for a guy like uh, Bacho. But you, you factor in that. You factor in that uh, Kevin O'Banner, I think there's 1836 left in the first half. He's already got two fouls. OK, to which, you know, as you can expect, there's not a lot of time left for him on the floor in that first half. OK, you just can't chance picking up a third foul in the first half. I think they try to sneak him in for a couple of spurts, but it totally takes you out of your rhythm. You can't even you can't even get going because you're not even allowed to start, if that makes sense. So you can't you can't get into the flow of the game. And he just, you know, so so with all that, though, you're up 11 and a half. You know, that's the. That's the part that I think you could feel really good about. KJ Allen showed up and and I thought he played well. He gave you I think nine and five in this game. I think I'm I'm right there. But he kind of gave you some of the points that that Kevin O'Banner was not able to give you. Um, he wasn't perfect, but uh, but I, and I'll tell you the other thing too, Casey. Before we move on, is that you you, you started to see the rotation shrink a bit, you know, and this is what's going to happen. No, no Elijah Fisher and no Demorion Williams and and barely a little bit of, of Kerwin Walton, who did hit a big three uh, there in the first half, if, if memory serves. But, uh, but you, you know, this is kind of – you start to see it kind of wind down a little bit. And Lamar Washington's clearly gotten the nod. Robert Jennings, to this point, has gotten the nod. And certainly 
uh, KJ Allen. Uh, so there's just not a very deep bench, and you're not exactly sure who's going to get the nod and where those reserve minutes are going to come from. But you clearly know who your your five best are, and they played the bulk of the minutes on, on that day. But, yeah, it just wasn't enough. Tried to steal one on the road, but it just doesn't get any easier um, with, uh, with the Jayhawks rolling into Lubbock early this week or tonight, I should say. I got to be honest with you. I, I wasn't all that upset to see the game play out the way it did as far as uh, like the tempo, the point total, and kind of the just black and blue nature of it. Because, you know, with Texas Tech uh, working with not only, you know, some young guys, but newcomers to the program, maybe to the Big 12 Conference or a returner to the Big 12 in the case of Davion Harmon. I guess he doesn't need any kind of wake-up call. He knows what it's like here. But I, I'm glad that right out of the gates, Chris, on the road, you get in this type of basketball game and you understand just how thin the margin is for error, even when you do have a little cushion, a little padding uh, heading into the second half because you did some things that against type uh, should have you out of a game, but you were still overcoming and were within a game. I mean, you're thinking about O'Banner, you're thinking about Harmon, thinking about the turnover number, the free throw line number, whatever it was. So we'll find out as the season progresses, I guess, or maybe coming up next for these two teams, uh, if that's more indicative of something concerning for Texas Christian is it more encouraging as far as something for Texas Tech I, I don't know which one maybe is closer yeah to well you know coach Green said something I thought was really interesting this is the way he looked at it he said he was you know we, we kind of won this game in the first half or, or won it to that point and he said it, it was it was disconcerting whenever you you give this 11 point lead up like in the first three minutes of the second half he goes, and then all of a sudden we, we're, we're down and we've kind of lost the game, okay, at, at this point. He goes, but then we, we build the lead all the way back up to nine again. And so I, I it was nice to see our team have some resiliency and not not get hit and then just kind of wobble and, and just and just not not be hurt from again. He goes, but then the frustrating thing is we 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 did we ultimately you know lost it. So we kind of felt like we won it twice in the midst of a game and, and lost it twice in the midst of a game. And that game is probably a good sign. I'm, I don't. I'm kind of. I feel like I've said more nice things about TCU in the last 48 hours than I feel like should be allowed. Uh, <laughs> but I, I will say, I will say this about their basketball uh, program from this standpoint: they didn't play particularly well, uh, and they only made a couple of threes, and they kind of grinded. You could tell maybe they were a little flat uh, and all that, but yet they still won. That's a sign of a good team, in my opinion. Or is, it should be a positive sign uh, for where they're going, you know. And, and Coach Green and I were talking. I mean, TCU's basically one bucket away from basically doing exactly what you did last year, and that was the Sweet Sixteen. I mean, they were in San Diego when you were. They they go to I think overtime with University of Arizona, and and they had kind of beaten up Arizona for the bulk of that game, and Arizona yep. made a late run and was able to survive that one, but. If they make another bucket there at the end of that game, then then they're moving on to the Sweet 16 as well. Uh, so, but but they're the exact opposite of you in that they had pretty much everybody back from last year except for they added a player from Oklahoma State and they lost one player to Creighton. Other than that, everybody is back. Whereas you've pretty much lost everybody, uh, with the exception of about three guys. So uh, it's very different from that standpoint. But they should be good. Uh, they're very old. They should be good, and 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 you should expect to be somewhat inconsistent because you're very young and inexperienced. You know you're going to be in some tight situations late in games throughout uh, this portion of the year. You saw, and I don't want to say a huge lead, but you saw a comfortable lead in some angles uh, or in some aspects slip away. And 
you know, that that's okay. Maybe take a different route, I guess, uh, than 10 straight to help see that lead slip away. Like it's spaced out a little bit, you know, going to run here, going to run there, but that 10 straight going the other way, Chris, uh, was a little startling. So I don't know exactly how to, to tackle that as the Jayhawks come to town, but we'll talk about uh, well strategy for Mark Adams and the Red Raiders as they prepare for Bill Self in Kansas from United Supermarkets Arena. You got a home conference opener for one of the conference best home environments, I think uh, clearly fair to say. So excited to get back at it from the USA, Chris. I know you are as well. Yeah, you, you've you've won uh, 29 in a row. That includes 12 uh, straight Big 12 games you've won. But that uh, that streak is going to be put to the test uh, tonight, <laughs> man. I mean, for sure. And we'll, we'll talk about those Jayhawks here in a little bit. <laughs> That's coming up next on Locked On Texas Tech. But first, today's episode brought to you by our friends at Bet Online. Head there now to get the latest on this week's Slate of games, college hoops, NBA, whatever it might be, bowl season rolling on. And, of course, the college football playoff culmination is just around the corner. You want to jump on all the angles, all the action, and all the angles on the action. And you'll get it there at Bet Online HQ for live betting stats and scores. It's the fastest and easiest way to check in on all your favorite events while keeping up with the teams you love. So head to the website today or use your mobile device to learn more about what the trends are looking like this week with Bet Online. Where the game starts. Great to be back in the saddle with you on Locked On Texas Tech on the Locked On Podcast Network with Chris Level. I'm Casey Cowan coming at you west of the 100th where it's really going down. Classic West Texas week. So far, Chris, beautiful weather. I mean, damn near hot for January 1st on New Year's Day. I hardly detected a breeze. Today, a portion of New Mexico blew into town, and it's freezing. So, I don't know what we've got coming up uh, on the other side, but hey, we're getting acclimated back very quickly, right, to being back in the 806 after traveling out yonder, man. Glad to see you back from uh, Houston safe and sound and now hitting that Big 12 basketball road trip. Yeah, glad to be back uh, to kind of a, a routine, you know, like that, That you know, for, for, for many people, November and December are just a blur with holidays and it's just like life gets really, really busy. And and when you do what we do in the sports world, it's like, you know, everything's happened at the same time and, you know, you're, you're, you're traveling. But yeah, yeah, we'll get into a normal routine now. And now the Big 12 gauntlet is here from a basketball standpoint. It's 2023. I'm glad I don't uh, write checks anymore I'd, I'd screw the year up as i used to do uh when i was uh when i, when I was uh when, when everybody took uh personal checks you know you don't we don't really do that anymore but uh yeah man you kind of you, you kind of your first little home game here of the new year is kind of a bit of a doozy maybe the best yeah. team in the country maybe the best team <laughs> in the country coming into the building uh tonight man i mean and they it's it's a bit scary uh, I'd say so. Anytime Bill Self and uh, as well-financed of a basketball team as Adidas can finance uh, is rolling into <laughs> your building, you better be laced up. And man, I got to tell you, you know, you're talking about the holiday schedule and you kind of get lost in this and that. And I know that these guys have been working to remain in kind of a routine, but you can't really mirror a Big 12 type routine. So I sort of wonder what uh, maybe the vibe is like uh, with Tech after you get the first one out of the way. 
the environment's not going to be like it was in Fort Worth, I can't imagine, except there will be loud people in red and black, but a lot more of them. But um, as you're sitting here uh, under primetime lights, there's probably a little bit different vibe to that. So I'm kind of glad they got one under their belt, I guess, for better or worse in Fort Worth already. Yeah, I mean, it, it was going to start somewhere. I mean, there's just not an easy place to play in this league, and there's really not anybody that you can expect to come into your building and you're like, okay, we can get right tonight. I mean, that's I, I would actually <laughs> venture – I would actually say this to you. I, I think as good as the league was in football this year, I think the basketball version is better. And, and what I mean by that is the, the, the lower half of whatever it ends up being – is going to be better nationally than the lower half was yeah. in, in football nationally. Okay, uh, and 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 there's going to be somebody that finishes five and thirteen. There's going to be somebody that finishes, you know, with with four conference wins and all that stuff. But I just think that there's, I mean, it's it's really scary when you see what. Uh, what Iowa State did to Baylor right out of the gate, and what you see yeah. what uh, Kansas State, uh, you know, did to uh, West Virginia because you know Kansas State was picked to finish dead last, and and they're and they're they're one and zero, and and you know obviously Baylor is was kind of thought to be an outside national title contender, and they start out zero and one, and Iowa State was picked in the lower half of the league, and they lose their best player to the University of Texas, and here they roll out and they just blew Baylor out, so. It's just going to be tough. And, and, and I think I, – here's what I'm prepared to say about Kansas. I think, you know, college basketball has been really weird to watch this year because everybody's got so many new pieces, and it's taking teams a while to kind of figure out who they are and the gel and, and all this crap that coaches say, which is all true. I think Kansas <laughs> has figured it out much quicker than everybody else has. Okay? I think they figured it out much better than everybody else has, including – uh, a guy that I guess you are, am I hear you saying you, you will, you will boo Kevin McCuller this evening. Uh, as full throated as I would boo <laughs> anyone else. I'm a 38 year old family man now, Chris. So my booing has been impacted by that, but whenever the time is right, I'm, I, yeah, I, I'm in for a, a McCuller booing. Uh, certainly I think I won't be alone in that. Yeah, I, I'm, uh, I'm very curious how – I mean, I think more more people will, will be, voice their displeasure. I do think there will be some that will <laughs> up, up, applaud or, like, kind of try to take the high road. I, I'm really I'm really fascinated to see to see how Kevin handles this uh, because he'll, he'll kind of largely dictate by his actions or his play or just his body language how he will be received. Uh, and, and, like, you know, does he have – bad blood is he spicy you know i mean I, I don't know there'll be all kinds of dynamics that i'll be kind of paying attention to he's fit in though great with him Jalen wilson for for um Jalen wilson for the jayhawks is maybe playing as good as anybody in the country he's averaging 21 and 9 and grady dick mm-hmm. uh, their stud freshman who's a probably a one and done he's averaging about 50 percent from the three-point line which is phenomenal uh you know, for somebody that's six foot eight and they've got Dewan Harris. I mean, the list just goes on and on. They're they're <laughs> they're absolutely loaded. This is the team that won the national championship this last year. They replace Abaji, they replace Braun, they replace uh uh David McCormick, I mean, you know, whatever, uh, Remy Martin and all that. They're all gone, and yet they're just they're right back here and probably better right now at this point in the season this year than they were at this point last year, which is crazy to say, but that's the 
that's the reality of, of what you're dealing with here. So, um, yeah, so it, it's just going to be a, there's going to be certain things that you must do tonight that you, you just simply, it's a non-negotiable and turning the ball over, hitting shots, uh, you know, stopping them in transition defense, or, or it's going to be a tough night. Yeah, I got to admit, I, I was liking some of the trend lines as far as the turnover numbers have been for the team rolling into Big 12 play, and that was one of those really sore spots from that loss where you think about what you're facing in game two, being the Kansas Jayhawks, uh, that's given me some chills. Uh, very electrifying in all the wrong ways. Shout out to Danny Zuko because uh, I can only imagine, Chris, that well, Kansas has noticed this uh, from Texas Tech, and, and there may be something there for the Jayhawks as far as meat on the bone, but you're back at the USA, and uh, it's going to be a, a wild and Western environment, I'm sure, very quickly. Eight o'clock, got all day to get lubed up, plenty of time. It's like triple <laughs> happy hours if you're working till five, so there are no excuses uh, for not getting in the USA and having that thing jumping, right? I'm sure it will be. Yeah, you know, and and it's uh, it, the, the crowd, you know, like it has done so many times, it has to be a factor uh, in – in this game tonight, it just, it just has to be, I mean, they have to make the, you know, and again, the, the, the team's got to do something to keep them involved and, and you got to do some certain things to keep them engaged and involved and all that. But uh, Kansas is just really good bottom line. And, and I, I thought they kind of came out flat this past Saturday at home and they were down double digits late in that game. And, and there was a shocker, but there was a call that went Kansas's way at the very, very end that, uh, that, that was unfortunate for Oklahoma State, but uh, I think they probably got a wake-up call uh, right out of the gate, and, you know, I'm sure that their coach has their attention and and all those things. But, you know, like, here's here's what I would I want fans to watch tonight, though, is they get the ball up the floor, like, as quickly as anybody in the country, analytically, with the eyeball test, however you want to do it. As soon as, the, as there is a rebound that is gotten – that ball is – they're at the other free throw line in two to three seconds. It's, it's crazy how well disciplined that they advance the ball. There's four different guys on their team that will lead the break. Uh, and, and it's just – it's why, and it puts so much pressure and stress on your defense because you have to decide how many guys do I want to send to the glass and try to rebound versus how many guys do I say, hey – you're not going for a rebound all night. You've got to get back and stop the ball because if not, it's a layup or a three uh, on the other end. And that's kind of the game within the game. But Kansas is as good as it. That's just who their identity is. And it scares you to death. And it's kind of, so if you, if you go in and you do, have, you know, turn it over poorly and, and like it with a bad shot or there's just some bad decision and there's just a live ball turnover, you're going to pay for it. I mean, the ball is going to be, you know, up the floor and, and, and going through the net and, and you, you do that, you know, three or four times and you're down eight, you know, kind of thing. That's what I'm saying. It's like the margin for error will uh, be very, very small for Texas Tech tonight, but uh, they can compete. You just have to, oh, Banner will play better and, and you just have to hit some shots. No question about it. And if you can do anything to improve the TO or free throw columns, uh, that'll go a long way and aiding in that effort. But uh, th this is what we're here for is uh, Big 12 basketball in prime time in Lubbock, Texas. So can't wait to get back to the USA and have uh, the Jayhawks and Bill Self uh, on the other bench fitting the description of the next potential victim.
All right, Chris, we'll have plenty to say about it for better or worse on the other side as we get back at it on Locked On Texas Tech. Thanks to those for joining us wherever, whenever, however you're making it a part of your day. We appreciate it. Subscribe on YouTube if you haven't so far so you never miss an episode coming at you each weekday. Chris, thanks for the time, man. Enjoy the ball game at the USA. Yeah, it should be fun, man. I hope to see everybody out there. Thank you so much for listening. Happy 2023 to everybody. Keep hope alive. Onward and upward from here. Yeah, here we come 2024 <laughs> with Chris Level. I'm Casey Cowan. Maybe we'll just work on January 1st. Yeah. Uh, we'll see you on the other side on Locked On Texas Tech.